This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3302 for Tuesday, the 30th of March 2021. Today's show is entitled Input Methods on Ubuntu. It is hosted by Clack and is about 15 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is, I'm adding some input methods to a standard Ubuntu 20.04 install. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hi, I'm Klacke, and I just bought a new computer. This doesn't happen very often. Uh, and uh, one of the things I have to do is to install some input methods, because I'm a member of a multilingual family, and we need to be able to type some Chinese. Uh, so because we don't do this very often, every time is a little bit different. Uh, there's a new Ubuntu version, maybe there's a new input method framework and uh, you have to look everything up again on the internet and try things back and forth and see how everything fits together this time. Uh, so I'm on a perfectly normal Ubuntu 20.04 uh, Focal Fosa and uh, the default uh, input method is IBUS these days. Uh, you can see this by going to uh, settings. Uh, just uh, press the super button or Windows keys um, and search for region. Then you come to region and language. You scroll down a bit and click that. And uh, there's another key, manage installed languages. And that's where you can see available language support. Uh, if you click install remove languages there, you make sure to click Chinese traditional in our case. Uh, and then off you go to install some packages. And on the same language support uh, dialog box, there's also keyboard input method system. And it says IBUS, and I want to keep it that way. I want to customize as little as possible on my systems these days because I'm old and I don't have time for this stuff. Uh, so if IBUS is the default, I'm going to make this work with IBUS. Okay, so we installed the uh, language support for Chinese. What does this mean? I'm back in the region and language uh, dialog and there's a list of input sources. So I click plus. And it says Chinese, great. And there it just says Chinese again and Hon Yu Pinyin Alt Gur. I tried this before. Chinese just means, okay, it's just a normal keyboard. I don't know how to type Chinese characters with this. So uh, what we need to do here is to install some packages. 
Now you can use the software center or I'm old school, so I use the uh, terminal and apt. But if you go to Ubuntu software or you uh, use apt on the command line, it's the same thing, it's the same name of the packages. Uh, everything is called IBUS something because that's the input method framework in use. And uh, my partner uh, is a native Chinese speaker and she wants uh, pinyin for just typing Latin characters uh, phonetically and then get a list of characters that match that pronunciation. And she also wants quick where 24 keys on the keyboard represent 24 different components of a Chinese character. So you press two of these and then you get a list of the characters that contain these two components. Uh, I don't speak Mandarin and uh, I want to use the Yutping input method which is phonetic Cantonese. So my, my partner actually speaks Cantonese but she learned uh, pinyin phonetics, so she speaks Mandarin as well. <clears throat> I want you to ping. So, uh, I want the packages IBUS table Yutping. Uh, let me see here what I installed. Get selections. Grep IBUS. Uh, so, I want IBUS table yutping so that ibis dash table dash yutping and if you know yutping you know how to spell yutping uh, my partner wants ibis table dash quick dash classic uh, there's a quick three and quick five as well but she doesn't know what those are she always used uh, quick classic and there's also an ibis dash lib pinion so we install these packages on the computer and now the potential is there to have these input methods. But then it's up to each user to add them to that user's configuration. So I would log in as my partner and I would add, that's the region and language settings page, input sources, and I would click plus. And then it says, among other things, Chinese. So I click Chinese. And now that I've installed stuff, there's Chinese Quick Classic in that menu. So I click that and then I click Add. Uh, but there was no pinion there. And the funny thing is that now if you click plus and apart from the languages, there's also three dots at the bottom. You click three dots, you get a longer list of languages. And at the bottom of that is others, you click other. And then you get a very long list of languages. And in that list, there's uh, Chinese parentheses pinyin, or actually it says uh, intelligent pinyin. <clears throat> and that's what we want. So then click Chinese intelligent pinyin and add. Uh, so now my partner's account is all set up. I log out from her account. I log into my account and I click plus and Chinese and among the Chinese, there's Chinese Yutping. So then I'm satisfied. Uh, but since I was doing all of this, I started thinking, oh yeah, what about uh, emoji? So uh, there's also, uh, 
other input methods than for normal languages. There's also uh, there's there's one called ibus table emoji, but it turned out that was not what I want actually, uh, because that one only handles the classic emoji, like the combinations of Latin and punctuation and Japanese characters that look like uh, some face or some person throwing a table or those things. Uh, no, what I want is the uh, graphical Unicode uh, emoji. And those are available in something called uh, Typing Booster. So then I would install the package ibus-typing-booster. And in the input sources, I would click plus three dots, other, <clears throat> and then in other, search for other again. And then, so this is an other language because it's not really a language. It says other, and in parentheses, typing booster. Once I've added that, I can click settings for it and enable, uh, oh yeah, not, not in this menu. So what I would do is uh, switch to that input. And how you switch is you use uh, super and space. So super is the, the Windows key, for example, if you have a Windows keyboard. Um, and then until you end up at the other typing booster, which has the rocket icon. Uh, and then in the notification area, you get the, the current language. So it would show EN for English, or it would show Z age for uh, Chinese, and in this case, it shows the rocket. And if you click that rocket, then you can see Unicode symbols and emoji predictions among the menu choices there. And it's by default off, but if you click on, then you get access to all the smiley faces and uh, puking faces and, and whatever you might have. Uh, you might wonder, well, if this is for <clears throat> getting emoji, why do you have to enable emoji? But the, the point of this is actually originally to uh, help you type faster by uh, allowing you to type normally. But as you type, it remembers words you've written previously. So it's a little bit like your on-screen keyboard in your mobile phone. Instead, you're, except you are using your real keyboard, but it's still suggesting completion. So you would start writing apostrophe and then you type APO and it suggests, oh, maybe you mean apostrophe. Press one if you mean apostrophe. So you get a list of things and you press one digit to choose uh, the completion you want. Or just keep typing normally if, you, if you're not satisfied with the completions you get offered. So what happens when you enable uh, Unicode emoji support is that you will start typing like uh, smile and then it offers like maybe I can autocomplete this to the actual graphical smile character. <clears throat> so that's how that works. Uh, as a bonus, I can also mention that I'm a Swedish speaker and uh, it's, it's a long struggle to handle keyboards uh, when you're buying them, not in Sweden, and you're trying to type Swedish characters. Not because it's, it's difficult to imagine other keys in the layout than are printed on the keys, but because when you buy a US layout, there's one key too few. So if you choose to have Swedish layout, you cannot use it for programming because you don't have smaller, greater. 
So that means you need to flip back and forth. You don't have pipe either. So that means if you want to type something in Swedish, you need to switch to Swedish layout. And then when you want to do some Unixy stuff, then you need to switch to US layout. And this is very frustrating. But luckily there's a Euro key layout that you can use. Uh, you do this by once again adding an input source in the region and language uh, dialog so you click plus and then you choose english united states and it turns out english united states the language has like 20 or maybe even more different layouts and one layout is the euro key e-u-r key uh, so that's basically if you don't use any qualifiers like alt or shift or or those keys then it's just like the face the the characters typed on the the faces of your keycaps so it's just a normal us keyboard but when you use the right alt key you get access to uh, more stuff than you would have in a usual us layout so in my case i'm interested in the o and ö mostly uh, so the A and Ö are A and O with umlauts, and I get them by just holding down Alt, right Alt, and pressing A, or holding down right Alt and pressing O. Uh, so how about the O? Yeah, well, that's near the A. The O is an A with a ring over it, and the way it's placed on the Euro key layout is I hold down Alt, GR, uh, the right Alt, and, key, and Q, and then I get the O. So now... Uh, my new computer is all set up for uh, being useful for typing Swedish, typing programming characters, typing Chinese, and even typing emoji. Now I just have one problem left that I haven't solved, and uh, that's uh, I'm using Ubuntu, as I said, but I don't get all my software from Ubuntu. I also install software using Geeks, which is a package system that you can install on the side of your existing distribution. Uh, Geeks is available as a distribution uh, of its own, but you can also just use the packages on your existing distribution, and that's what I'm doing. These packages, for example, I'm using IceCat to access the Fediverse uh, on the web. The IceCat browser is installed via Geeks, and that means now that I have my fancy input methods uh, installed and activated, when I type in the IceCat window, nothing special happens. It's just the normal US layout. And I don't know how to fix this yet. I've been talking to people on IRC and they didn't know either. They said, oh, I don't even use this on uh, Geeks. I don't even know if it's supposed to work in Geeks itself. Uh, I'm assuming it actually works in Geeks, uh, the operating system. But Geeks, the package manager, and Ubuntu, the operating system, don't seem to cooperate well on this. So maybe I'll come back in a later episode uh, to sort this out. And so until then, this has been Hacker Public Radio. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. 
Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HPR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Bum, 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 bum,